Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. We take our, we train our sites now, that is, to greater Chinese markets, which did have a pretty trying time at the end of last year on a myriad of uncertainties as well, facing the world's second largest economy. But we did see some signs of uh, hope coming back to stocks in the mainland and even in Hong Kong by the sight of bargain hunters coming back and perhaps trying to find deals. May the worst actually be over for the uh, uh, heavily challenged um, greater Chinese stock market, both on the mainland and Hong Kong. Well, today on Money FM 89.3, we're pleased to be joined by Mr. Peter Chun, who is the founder of Silver Bear Capital. He joins us all the way from Hong Kong to share with us what he's monitoring at the start of 2022 from markets across greater China. Peter, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to hear you and your loved ones are still safe and in good health during these uncertain times, especially out in Hong Kong. And welcome back to the show, sir. I hope you had a good start to the new year. I'll beat the tighter restrictions out where you live. Thank you very much. It's nice to be back. All right. Uh, so, Peter, as we mentioned, a pretty trying time for greater Chinese stocks at the end of last year, at the start of this year, when, you know, it seems that markets are trying to struggle to find some sense of, of uh, direction. Today, we've seen mainland Chinese stocks actually take a bit of a step back. But over the last couple of days, we did see some signs of uh, of uh, gains, actually, and perhaps investors trying to uh, shrug off these rising rate pressures and regulatory concerns and a possible economic slowdown. What do you think does 2022 hold for equities across mainland and Hong Kong? Is it going to be a better tomorrow or is it going to be a similar case of the same drags that we saw last year? Well, I think uh, in the first queue, you will probably see that uh, a lot of the um, uh, institutional guys are saying China has gone on sale. So um, I think a lot of the bargain hunters right now um, are looking into uh, China market, uh, China stocks especially um, to see uh, where this is to go. Um, of course, um, we needed to uh, take a look at the expectation for the central bank to inject more long-term liquidity via triple R cuts. Uh, we expect one more cut probably in Q1 2022 and uh, various uh, lending facilities. I think this is an important factor um, that we need to look at how or we would speculate the local Chinese government would intervene into the economy to support the uh, this year's um, campaign uh, for them to to be to 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 kind of ride on. So I think um, this year is going to be an interesting year, especially on the Q1, whereby everybody is going to probably trying to pick up their favorite um, uh, um, um, companies. Um, with a very good uh, valuation pricing. And then um, I'm sure with this um, uh, new start, um, the Chinese government would probably had um, a couple of um, secret weapons behind the back trying to um, stabilize the, the outlook uh, for this year. Right. So a lot of stimulus, perhaps, from the Chinese uh, from Chinese officials in Beijing to help prop up the mainland um, amidst a possible slowdown. And this might be prompting some of these bargain hunters and especially and very interesting to watch bargain hunters coming around sniffing for deals in the Hang Seng Tech Index. I mean, Peter, you know better than I do since you're out in Hong Kong, just how hard it's been for them over the better part of the last 12 to 15 months. However, is it safe to start hunting for cheap valuations in the tech space, or is it still dangerous because we still have a lot of these regulatory overhangs that haven't really cleared up that much from Beijing? Well, I think that's um, that's a very good question because I think what China did before was a very smart move, to, to my opinion, because I think it's nice to try to 
not let the candle burn too quickly and probably turn the candle into um, a renewable electric bulb instead so that you would never burn out. So I think uh, slowing it down, letting all the retail people take a take a relook at, at at what they're buying, why are they buying it, and if uh, a particular tech company was uh, doing something that they think they're doing, and how this company is going to evolve after that. So this is kind of like a um, kind of a cross check session for for most of the tech investors uh, last year. Now, of course, uh, coming up to this year, loading up with all these Chinese tech company on variation appeal still. Uh, from last year, everybody is basically looking to see how these tech companies is going to go. But inevitably, the the technology growth will be realized here and here, or here or there, or there. So I think the common prosperity for the tech companies to to succeed in a country like China, with so much population, so many population inside, um, these tech company is going to do well. Uh, with or without the government intervention in the long run anyway. No, I guess my question to Peter is, um, it seems that uh, there might be some upside because of how cheap uh, these yes. tech shares are. Um, my question is, are you personally, or is Silver Bear personally actually taking a closer look at these tech shares or perhaps being a bit more wary because of a potential falling knife? Yes, I think I think um, we we are we are taking a closer look. But again, um, as I said, you know, the, the valuation is very attractive now. Uh, compared uh, to what's going on in the beginning. And um, I think uh, one thing that China did very well was to um, band out the speculation too much, but without hurting directly these tech companies. But they did it through banning cryptocurrency, for example. So this would actually um, calm down the market and 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 let the market grow with, with a steady pace instead of a volatile um, um, format. So mm-hmm. um, we at Silverbear still believe in the in the tech company space very much, um, but and we also believe that the uh, the current um, uh, valuation of a few tech companies are actually uh, more attractive than it is uh, before. Absolutely. All right. Um, let's uh, talk about the slowdown in China and uh, and another sector that's also causing a couple of question marks. We've talked about the property space before. Um, uh, Peter, and as we know, the Chinese economy expected to slow down this year, which is why these um, uh, officials in Beijing are trying to are, are raising calls at least for more stimulus and support. How much of the Chinese uh, potential slowdown in China? How much of it it might be connected to the property sector, which represents about 30 to 40 percent of the economy by some estimates, and also all these developers ranging from Shermao to Evergrande to uh, Kaisa, for instance, facing a lot of uncertainties and struggles to repay some of their debt. Well, I think the uh, Chinese economy is expected to slow down, not just because, um, obviously, with the uh, property arena. I think it's basically the overall uh, situation uh, that had prolonged with the COVID situation as well, which kind of uh, linked back to the property area as well. So, and then creating um, a situation for most of the developers um, not being able to pay the promised debt to institutions. Um, I think the size, as most people would believe, is significant. And some say it's actually probably overseeding, say, Japanese economy, just on the debt piece, which is large. There has been uh, several re-looked at how the government is probably going to absorb this problem. Uh, the government had repeatedly come up in several occasions to promise that they have the capability to absorb a situation like this, which basically had come down the market quite a bit. But um, I think down the road, merger and acquisitions or restructuring 
is going to probably happen in this space in order for this to be digested properly. All right. We're still speaking to Peter Chen, founder of Silver Bear Capital here on Money FM 89.3, getting his outlook for greater Chinese markets. Peter, how concerned should we be, though, about rising COVID-19 cases and the Omicron variant across China and Hong Kong? Recently, Airbus's CEO, Guillaume Fauri, raised this as a potential issue for the aviation sector in China's overall economy. How worried should we be about this possibly uh, possibly slowing, bringing China, China and its economy to a potential standstill yet again? I think the the, the COVID um, uh, situation on Omicron cases is definitely um, hard hitting um, these spaces without questions. Luckily, um, in China, during the last 10 years, um, uh, apart from the aviation sector, there's other means for people to transport themselves throughout China now, which is probably the high speed trains uh, uh, channel. There's other 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 means. So it's not directly hitting the everyday living style of of the economy. Of, uh, but however, from a economy point of view, obviously tur- tourism is an important part, um, and um, the aviation uh, sector play a very important linking to the tourism. So that's basically not doing well. And this is probably, I would say, accounts for maybe 10%, at least to 15%. Of, of, of the uh, Chinese economy and of course for Hong Kong, I mean, tourism is like very important apart from the financial sector. So it's definitely affecting um, a big section of the population whereby uh, unemployment for that section is basically showing up on the radar um, today, tomorrow, possibly for the next six months or so, depending when COVID gonna gonna go away. Everybody's everybody is preparing for the for 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 or embracing the crash the of that particular sector. But however, whether um, these sectors are able to to transform themselves in 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 the next couple of months to probably to to stay alive is is of course a, a question. So uh, we are seeing, say, for example, that some aviation companies are moving, say, from the passenger uh, arena into the uh, freight arena nowadays to to sustain their 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 their, um, their, their operation. So it's just a big concern, as as I said, especially you you have the um, you have, for example, Hong Kong are dependent on on tourism quite a bit as well. So um, it's it's not looking good. Peter Chun, founder of Silver Bear Capital, thank you so much for joining us today on Money FM 89.3 for sh- and sharing your outlook for markets across greater China at the start of the new year. Peter, as always, I wish you and your loved and continued health and safety during these times, and we look forward to the next time you can join us on the show. Meanwhile, I hope you're having a good start to the year, and I hope you're uh, surviving and thri- and trying to at least thrive in under the new restrictions out in Hong Kong. Stay safe, sir. Thank you very much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.